0: All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates here on YouTube. In this show, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today is Thursday, December 15th, and yesterday was the big day. The Fed raised interest rates half a percentage point to its highest level in 15 years and the markets didn't like this. Stocks dropped after the news. The S&P were closing below 4,000. So what's happening today and most importantly, how are we trading these markets? By the way, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hotcotter. That super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge. and We're real traders uh, who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And boy, what an day yesterday we have been waiting for this uh well for the, for the last few days and then the fetch statement was released
1: it was marcus and that 50 basis point hike did occur i think it what was it the seventh increase uh now they've added four and a quarter points um after seven hikes and yeah i mean it was expected uh You see here, highest level in 15 years, uh, some volatility yesterday because of the news.
0: Absolutely. We have to take a look at a five minute chart and we've been talking about it. Typically, there are uh, three reactions. Uh, The first one is the initial reaction when uh, the, the Fed funds are released, when the statement is released. And at first, markets were moving lower. Then Fed Chief Powell was giving his press conference and markets moved higher again then lower. I mean, overall, yesterday, all things considering, I mean, markets were down less than a percent. But but it was very clear that they didn't like what Powell had to say.
1: Exactly. I mean, you see that volatility there on the five minute chart. But at the end of the day, when the dust had settled, it it didn't seem like it was that bad. Uh, We were lower. But, uh, you know, as far as uh, how the markets can respond to a Fed press conference and a Fed day, uh, it, it really, wasn't too notable, although we're seeing a little more follow through this morning. And we did say that there are typically three reactions to a Fed statement.
0: I must say I'm very, very surprised that right now the markets are down and they're, they're down much uh, in a much bigger fashion than yesterday. I mean, yeah. uh, the Dow is down two uh, percent. The S&P is down two percent. The Nasdaq is down two and a half percent. And honestly, so what did Powell say yesterday? Let, let's just talk about this for a moment.
1: You know, uh, with with what he said, it seemed to reiterate what he's always said. And the 50 basis point was priced in, and that's what they did. So no surprise there. Uh, but I think that what traders are really trying, actually thinking about now at this point, is that they did decide uh, or indicated that they will take the Fed funds rate uh, to a higher terminal rate above 5%. Uh, and also, also, he uh, essentially said that Fed projections don't include a rate cut in 2023. Now, probabilities are saying otherwise. Traders are saying, eh, we don't know what the Fed's saying, but uh, yeah. or we don't believe what the Fed's saying. But that's what was said. And that's super
0: interesting because uh, in the last meeting, in the November meeting, he did not talk about the terminal rate at all, which means how far will they raise interest rates? Before that, he said, I think it was 4.7% or something like this in the September meeting. In the last meeting, he stayed away from this yesterday. He said, well, it's probably 5.1%. But right now, if you look at what traders are factoring in, they say, nah, we don't believe you. We don't believe you we, we we think it's closer to the four point eight that you said previously. And I find yeah. that super interesting.
1: And traders based on probabilities are expecting a rate cut in eleven uh, or in November, and then another one in December. And the Fed, based on uh, their projections are basically saying we don't see that happening.
0: Yeah. also the next rate hike, which is uh, occurring in the February meeting, first of February, Traders are right now uh, factoring in that it's only raising it by a quarter percent or 25 basis points. So this is super interesting. And that's uh, what we said yesterday because Powell doesn't want the markets right now to rally and kind of think, oh, it's over, it's all good. He wants a softer jobs market. He wants companies to be fearful and fire people. That's what he wants. And this is why yesterday he put just cold water on these expectations uh, that hey <laughs> we're out of the woods, inflation is under control, and I mean this was pretty predictable. We talked about this yesterday.
1: Yeah, and you know what a difference a couple of years makes because in general the uh, Fed wants an uh, efficient job market and low unemployment and just strong uh, numbers there, but higher wage growth is really, really hurting the the impact of these rate cuts. Um, so at this point, and, and I think that ties into the other concern is it's the R word, the recession, right? Uh, everybody wants a soft landing. And even if you expect it, people want it to be not that big of a deal. Um, but at this point, there's concerns that it will be a bigger issue. Uh,
0: yeah. And then this morning we had already a bunch of economic reports uh, that basically are showing the economy is slowing down. Core retail sales were released, came in worse than expected. The Empire State Manufacturing Index worse than expected. The Philly Fed Manufacturing Index worse than expected. So this all is indicating, okay, the economy is slowing down. I think especially core retail sales. It's kind of good news because you, you want Customers to stop spending, stop buying, stop creating so much demand.
1: And then you have unemployment claims uh, at 211, so 211,000 new filers of unemployment uh, last week versus the 230 expectation. So again, here we see a a scenario where uh, high unemployment actually would be good with what the Fed wants to do inflation wise, uh, but slowing economy and still jobs being out there and and pretty solid isn't helping.
0: Yeah, although I must honestly uh, say, Mark, I I think that this was an excuse from Paul yesterday because he couldn't say, well, we don't have enough signals from CPI data because now we do have enough signals from from the PCE index, uh, the Fed's favorite uh, inflation gauge and the CPI data. So I kind of feel he had to grasp straws yesterday, and this is why he turned to the labor market because that's what we had a couple of weeks ago that we still see a strong labor market. So for for me, it almost seems like that was kind of an excuse.
1: Yeah. And and again, I don't think he wants to come out and say everything's going great, even if he's feeling like in a couple of months, things will be okay, because he wants people to be a little afraid.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And afraid they are today. It's also super interesting, though, that yesterday... uh, the the vix the fear index was falling the markets were falling and the fear index was falling just because now the uncertainty is out of the markets today it is rising again but we are still at fairly low levels we are in the low 20s here so there's not really a lot of fear in the markets just yet
1: not quite yet that that i you know with with the reaction well oh, let's put it this way this reaction we were going to have a reaction right? right but then the news is out the news is out and so that's why you know both of us thought you know even if there's a negative reaction after the statement in the press conference you might get a rally the next day uh so when we have the news the uncertainty out of the way uh normally you see things calm down that's not the case um, but even with this 5% increase in the VIX, it's still in these lower ranges, right? It's not reacting as though we have a, a 2% sell-off right now. Yeah.
0: All right, before we look at our positions, we have to talk about our bet. Uh, I'm betting that uh, by the end of the year, the or I did place the bet uh, way back here in the beginning of October, that by the end of the year, we will be above 4,200. And uh, it looked pretty good for me uh, for the past couple of days, but now that uh, the Grinch Powell is stealing the Christmas rally here. Mm. a ways to go.
1: You know, Marcus, um, I, I'm a ribeye guy, um, but I hope you have my tomahawk steaks uh, ordered <laughs> and ready to go.
0: <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. I agree. Right now, it's a bit less likely. We need to see if the 3,900 level in the S&P today acts as support. And if the markets are turning around, because again, uncertainty is out of the market. Now we know what Paul is thinking. The next uh, Fed meeting is in the beginning of February. Uh, the next jobs report is in January. We do have the PCE index uh, released next week. So that's another inflation gauge. But I think at this point, especially with the CPI data, everybody's expecting that to show uh, a slowing inflation. But even with this, this is where Paul said, well, 6% is still three times as high as 2%. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> so let's see if uh, traders, uh, maybe at some point today, markets will turn around or if they shake it off tomorrow and uh, we will start our Santa Claus rally. We should talk about the Santa Claus rally tomorrow. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, because there are some. Uh patterns and and some things that traders expect at the end of the year typically and and uh we should definitely review that uh but yeah no i marcus i think that the the call at 4200 was an awesome call and you did a good job calling it when you did uh who knows who knows but the that ribeye with the big bone i'll take a couple of those make it make it <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we shall see we shall see the year is not over yet. We have uh, 15 calendar days. I don't even know how many trading days because we are closed the day after Christmas on December 26th, and uh, we'll see. Okay. Anyhow, uh, let's talk about our positions. So uh, let's start with uh, CTRA, a position that we entered last week. Sold the 26 put expiring. Uh, we did get assigned, and uh, we were able to sell the 26 calls on Monday. Right now, today, CTRA is bucking the trend up 1% here. So we'll see.
1: Yeah, not too bad. We've collected some decent premium. This is a good dividend-paying stock if we're in it that long. Um, So far, holding up and um, like the trade when I put it on and, and working out just like I'd expect.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind if uh, if this moves higher again tomorrow, but remains below 26. This way, our calls just expire worthless. We are not getting called away. And if you're close to the 26 level, we might be able to sell some more calls on Monday and collect more premium.
1: That sounds good. Let's see.
0: Google. Google, so Google uh, dropping today, I mean, down 4%. I mean, same as uh, with Nvidia here, tech stocks today are getting hammered. Uh, so we, we, we'll see where Google finds support. Uh, so I was assigned at 108, you assigned at 104, not yet being able to sell calls. I mean, you were able to sell some calls uh, when it was uh, getting close to a hundred. No, you did last week, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, We. it was close, it was close. Early this week, but enough of my 30% annualized. Uh, so, yeah, you know, kind of in that downside of this recent range. Um, hey, so goes trading sometimes, but I'm, I'm comfortable holding Google for sure. Yeah. All right. NVIDIA.
0: This will be super interesting. My cost base is uh, 160.91. So right now still trading above my cost basis. But I did sell 175 calls expiring tomorrow. And a few days ago, it looked like uh, I would get called away uh, tomorrow. Right now, I mean, also Nvidia today down, uh, what is it, 5% uh, for the day. So unless we see a rally, I will still be Nvidia will be able to sell more calls next week. Haven't decided yet at what level, depends on where we are on Monday. Uh, if I'm going down to the 170 or if I can sell the 175 calls. So uh, that is so interesting. What a difference two days make from, uh, oh yeah, it looks like it uh, a mistake. I should have sold calls uh, at a higher price too. Oh, these actually might expire worthless.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think that's why, well, that's why I love the 175 because you, you got almost five bucks you did get five bucks,
0: yeah. I did. Right? I mean,
1: so that's bringing down your break even another five dollars. That's huge. Gives you some flexibility here. Even if the stock's down, you're you're doing great on the trade, and and you have a few different options that you can take. Yeah,
0: for sure. And then we also have play. Uh, So play uh, moving lower today, but uh, we sold, I sold the 32 put expiring tomorrow. You have the 31 put expiring tomorrow. We've not been able to close this trade because we like to take 90% of the max profits here. So this is still open, uh, but I mean, unless something dramatic uh, happens today and tomorrow, seems that this expires worthless and then we can look for more positions next week.
1: Exactly, looking good.
0: So that's where we stand. Well, one stock that I want to bring up uh, that seems to be bucking the trend today is Tesla after being down, 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 down today, slightly up. And uh, th- that's surprising uh, based on the news that we got from Tesla.
1: Yeah, I, I'm i surprised. There you, there you have the headline. Elon Musk sells another huge chunk of Tesla shares. He sold more than three and a half billion dollars worth of Tesla stock this week. In um, a uh, second uh, time that he sold uh, stock since buying Twitter and pre-market, the stock was down two and a half, three percent and a little bit of a reversal there during the trading session.
0: Yeah. So now we see that Tesla is up. Can they remain up today? Can they actually slide out of the downtrend that we see here? Um, that is not a stock that we want to sell puts on because right now it is still, it seems, in free fall
1: yeah and you know this is where it's it's good as a trader not to get married to a stock at times uh we were watching this one it started to you know people started asking about it when it was trading at 200 dollars a share right um but that slide that sharp reversal and and just the news in september the uncertainty um just didn't really fit our perfect wheel candidate uh scenario so we passed on it and uh, I'm happy. I, I wasn't a buyer at 220.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, you would regret this today. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. uh, talking about stocks and how we select the stocks and why Tesla wasn't on our list here of stocks to trade, we did a video that show you how we select the stocks for the wheel strategy. So take a look at this, and uh, then we'll see you again
1: tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.